1: still can't get over the Syracuse Orange mascot. And I'm quoting here, being ranked in, I quote, the top 10 greatest mascots in college football history. End quote. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand it. Come on. You just can't trust any Syracuse alumni when they vote on lists that might include their own, you know, their own school. <laughs> Here's a text from... The 985. Uh, Seth, it's 1002 PM. But if Hondo, it's Jim Henderson, hasn't retired yet, he might take exception to you for giving his orange the business. Shovel it, Seth. Shovel it. That's from Joe in Pearl River. There you go. Text from the 504, the ah ifs. Dang Dunlap, the way you pronounce some words, geez, you do a good job and have a nice voice. I am the older lifelong New Orleanian. There you go. Yes, I do. I I have weird, the oddest one that I have that people point out to me all the time. Have you ever noticed this, Logan? How I say both. <laughs> I don't know how much I say it here. How do you say say that word for me? Both. Both. Yeah, I put like an L and a W in there. It's weird. It's, it's my if I have an accent, there's that's my accent coming out. It's like the I don't know. It sounds like from Wisconsin or something. I mean, I that's know. that's very weird. I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. Yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you say "bowl" and then with an L T H. I don't know. That's the only time ever people make fun of me all the time for that one. But everybody says it like that where I'm where I grew up and from. I just can't get rid of it, so I'm just keeping it. It's like my signature. Both. I, I mean, know. I just can't get away from saying y'all. I, it, I, I can sound in the most, like, uh, central North American accent possible with, like, no kind of dialect or anything, but I'll never get away from saying y'all. Y'all. <laughs> but I kind of <laughs> like y'all. I think y'all's a little way to sound like folks or um, something that's a little folksy. Um, not to piggyback off folks. yeah, a little folksy there. I kind of like it, a little more relatable. I don't know. Let's bring on in Carter Bryant, who pronounces everything correctly, of course, because he's actually a professional radio host on 107.1 FM and 1400 AM in South Arkansas on Twitter at Carter, the power joins us every week. Carter, what's going on, dude?
0: Hey, I just ate a salad with a lot of tomatoes
1: and just living life, man. <laughs> That's, That's about it. Wait, do you really say tomatoes?
0: Yeah, it's tomatoes, potatoes. We all know that, man. But you know what's crazy? So I, uh, I do radio in El Dorado, Arkansas, and that is the only place that's pronounced El Dorado. Mm-hmm. And it's El Dorado everywhere else. Like for those that have been the Shreveport, there's the El Dorado Casino. And then California, there's an El Dorado, California. You know, the pronunciation's overrated, man. Like, I actually flubbed – today I had to introduce a high school team's name, and they had the most exuberant names that are out there. And I pronounced most of them correct. Here's a good thing. No one got mad whenever I mispronounced someone's name. Pronunciations are overrated. Words are complex. It's all good, baby.
1: Yeah, both Both of us are – yeah. Both of us are doing are doing well here. Okay, so the, I, I went to Washington State University, but right across the border, I actually worked for the University of Idaho. Do you do you know the city that they're in, uh, Carter? The city yeah, is. Idaho. How do you pronounce the capital of Russia?
0: Russia. Oh, okay, what is the capital?
1: Um, uh, M uh, O S C O L W. Uh,
0: no, no. Uh, it is. Uh, I know this from the delicious mule drink, Moscow.
1: Yes, Moscow, Russia in Idaho. It's spelled the exact same way the the town, the city that the University of Idaho is in, but it is Moscow, Idaho.
0: Moscow, Idaho. There we go. So, yeah, I've always felt this way, like pronunciations, spellings. We put so much emphasis on that. I understand with my journalism degree i should be saying no it's a pardon You yeah, get all these things correct no they're just words you have no control over what you're named or what anything is named how can we expect to all pronounce words correctly
1: come on yeah i agree there's a des moines iowa there's a des moines washington we pronounce Yeah, it's just weird it's just weird that way uh speaking of weird And look, you went to journalism school at LSU. I went to journalism school at Washington State. Uh, I think this comes up every time we talk about uh, journalism and people voting on these lists because, I don't know, maybe we have Syracuse Envy. Maybe we don't. They're a great school. I get it. Number one journalism school should be number two behind my school. But how in the world, Carter, is the Syracuse Orange mascot, Otto the Orange, a part of SI's list of, again, and I'm quoting here, the greatest mascots in college football history, end quote. That is the most absurd of all absurd things I've seen this month.
0: But it's not absurd. I love the orange, man. I really do. Like the, uh, it's an orange, and it's orange, which makes it great. You know, that's, I, I'm fine with the Syracuse orange. What does the orange do? And I
1: love the way how you're pronouncing okay. this, by the way. The or, orange. I got to add like the A in there. Orange. orange. Okay.
0: That's all we're doing. It's on This is like a blues clues show. We're just pronouncing
1: orange, words orange, in. okay,
0: orange, orange. No, so here's the thing I like about the Syracuse orange. Okay, so um, my, my dad is a Harvard crimson. He, he, he like it's just a color. It's just unique. I like unique. I like original. I'm a big original guy. I will take an orange any day over bulldogs what school is not named the bulldogs or i know i'm a graduate and i'm a fan but tigers come on tigers really give me orange any day of the week it's unique it's a unique (laughs) color it's a weird school i don't even know how many people even care about syracuse football i don't know who could name two football players outside of donner and McNabb and dwight free that's even played at syracuse but i'll take the orange any day of the week.
1: i would rather have a stanford tree than a syracuse orange but that's <laughs> just me. i don't know, googly eyes and all. we're talking to Carter Bryant, host in El Dorado, Arkansas on 107.1 FM and 1400 a.m. and also stand-up comic at Carter the Power on Twitter. all right, you and i are going to disagree on this. well, i don't know actually if we're going to disagree or not because you had tweeted out i think before you saw that i had uh, posted an article on why great minds think alike, and you were agreeing with I forget who about the Saints should trade. Maybe it was Bobby Hebert should trade for Jadevian Clowney. I don't think it's going to happen, but you think it might. Tell us why, Carter.
0: Right. Okay, so first off, in comedy, there's this thing called parallel thought. Okay, so me and the Cajun canon himself, Bobby Abear, a friend of mine, we we had parallel thought. We were both thinking the same thing, and that makes you feel good because he knows infinitely more about football than I will ever know. I, You know, I, I produced this video earlier this week. He said this, obviously, on one of his programs. I read the article earlier. I love that move. I, I would love the Saints to make a move for Jadavion Clowney. I watched Davenport in that first preseason game. Yes, it's just one preseason game. I'm not making any sweeping conclusions. But with Clowney, you have a perennial talent that is amazing, especially if you put him across from Cameron Jordan. The Saints are obviously in win now mode. Obviously, you'd have to give up a good bit to get him. But the Texans are desperate for offensive line help. Um, Andrews Pete is there. Maybe the Texans would be interested in him. I would at least throw a feeler out there to see if there's something, obviously, you know. You have to see if Davenport's going to work out. You gave up a lot to, to, to get him, and the money and the, the picks and whatnot may not work out. But at least give it a thought. The thought is what counts. And in the NFL, you need great quarterback play. You need elite pass rush. And if the Saints got Jadavian Clowney, they would immediately have the best pass rush in the NFL.
1: Yeah. And they that that trio of Clowney, Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport. I'm kind of licking my chops at that. I, I look, if they can make it happen some way, I'm 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 for it. I guess my pushback is, and I'm not. This is not at you, Carter, because you and I have had great, I think, nuanced as much as we can be nuanced. You and I conversations around Marcus Davenport the last couple of years, but everybody has been screaming, tantruming, waving their hands, shouting on the radio for the past 16 months. That Marcus Davenport is going to be a superstar, and no accountability on words anymore. I get it. I mean, we're in like a post-truth world, I guess. But I'm not sure how Marcus Davenport will be a superstar has now turned into. Well, Davenport isn't ready for prime time in year two of his NFL career. I kind of don't get that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's you know, you really have to wait and see. You know, some pass rushers don't develop three or four years into and it might not even be his year to be great. The one thing I would like to add, though, is that Clowney and Cam Jordan have experience rushing the passer from the defensive tackle position. Both had the bodies that they could actually play some snaps on, on some running downs inside. I know it's not their natural position, but they've both done it before. So, you know, that would obviously be a win-now move. It would obviously be something you'd have to you know, move pretty quickly on. But at, at the very least, if you are a believer in Marcus Davenport, you know, he has all the build, all all the talent in the world to actually make it happen. He just has to develop the moves. You know, there's never been an all-time great pass rusher, Seth, who hasn't had great moves. Reggie White, Bruce Smith, even Lawrence Taylor, they all had moves. Jason Taylor, right on Marcus Davenport, just doesn't have any moves, and those are going to have to develop for him to be great.
1: Let's go to LSU Carter at Carter the Power Carter Bryant with us here on the last lap. So much hype around this LSU team that hype continues to build. Kayla Von Chason was back today. We saw the return of Joe Burrow and Christian Fulton. They're getting healthier, except mainly uh, maybe on the offensive line. You still buying all this hype, buddy?
0: I am. You know the, the the line issues do begin to make you worry. Obviously, Cardale Thomas, one of the highest hyped. LSU recruits ever you know his injury doesn't really bring a lot of joy to anyone um the having to replace a defensive line coach who you know had his leg injuries you bring in Bill Johnson who's coach at the So uh, I've interviewed Bill before he knows what he's talking about and in fact he might bring in some new blood to make the interior LSU pass rush better because last year it simply wasn't good so you know, obviously the injury bug, it's not been the nicest to LSU, but also it's not been too serious. I think everyone's going to be fine. I think LSU is still a team that right now, Seth, I have in my college football playoff.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. If they're not in mine, it'll be very, very close. I know that. Finally, Pelicans. You got an over-under on how many Pelicans game you might get to town to see?
0: Man, I'm, I'm going to a lot this year, man. We're already locked in, like, or something tickets. Uh, I'm going to be there, man. Got some good spots. Excited not only to see Zion. And, you know, one thing I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about this, and you and I talked about this weeks ago, I still think the Pelicans are going to go through a rough phase, trying their best to figure out what does Zion do best. I still don't think we know what he does best. Obviously, dunking and finishing at the rim. But the few times I saw him get to play point forward, and be able to pass the ball to other players. And he killed it. He absolutely killed it. And this is what the Duke team said. That was horrible from three-point range. So now that he has an open floor to work with, it's going to be interesting to see how much he actually handles the ball on the perimeter versus in the post.
1: He's Carter Bryant, host of the Carter Bryant Show on El Dorado, 107.1 FM, 1400 AM in South Arkansas. And he and I will both be back next week. Carter, we'll talk to you then. Yeah, he's on, sir. All right. At CarterThePower on Twitter. Got to give him a follow there. We'll take a break. Back with your calls and texts. Phone number is 504 260 1870. It's 504 260 1870. I wonder, did you pronounce anything oddly or hear us or anybody pronounce anything oddly? I am curious about that now. It's a random topic we just got onto. And our text line, 870 870. The last slap rolls on right here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,